0: no catch i highly recommend you give it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started thanks we love you everybody welcome to pretty scary pretty scary boo i'm adam todd brown i'm carrie martin and that makes us your hosts carrie happy
1: halloween month happy halloween month i have to say i feel like i am seeing so many horror movies Promoted on TV like more than I remember ever seeing.
0: Yeah, Halloween seems hot this year. People yeah, are, people are way into it. Halloween. I don't get it. What do you mean? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's so much <laughs> weird stuff on television. We're covering some of it. There's so much weird. I'm surprised we're not covering any of the Zach Bagans weirdness that is on television right now. But
1: maybe we will. I, there's quite a bit on Discovery Plus.
0: Yeah, he's got something on there now where he's like, this is the most haunted facility we've ever uh, examined. <laughs> he doesn't say it exactly Did like he that.
1: age? Yeah, yeah. And he took up smoking.
0: Yeah, that's what's crazy about this new episode. <laughs> he goes in Zach Bagan's age and comes out like 90 with emphysema. Uh.
1: I hate that for him. The one time he doesn't wear a mask. I know, right? So he has impaired vision, impaired lung function. How many organs does he have left? None. Actually. Okay, well, They're he's all gotta behind go out with a bang, then. They're
0: all behind glass <laughs> at the haunted mansion in Las Vegas.
1: I feel like when he dies, he will do something like that, where he'll have something studied or he'll have himself embalmed or mummified i and hope put so up in his museum i i also hope so i'm gonna go check it out if he does i'll tell you that and i much. hope that he's holding the robert the doll doll
0: hopefully the one i got rid of i wonder where that's at oh my god you got rid of it that's like throwing away a ouija board you can't do that oh no we've we've talked about this on several podcasts i cursed myself and it probably is what killed my dog but i don't know winter <laughs> uh, i mean she died shortly thereafter so,
1: I mean, I don't know that she was, if there is a poster dog <laughs> for health, I don't know that it was winter.
0: I mean, she wasn't that unhealthy, though. It was pretty sudden, the, the way she
1: died. so Agreed.
0: I don't Agreed. know. But we don't have to talk about that right now. We're not even talking about Zach Bagans. We're talking about a different, kooky, haunted Halloween series that is airing right now. And that would be Eli Roth Presents My possessed pet which it had to get to this point eventually like there have been so many tv shows and movies and documentaries about people getting infested with demon spirits very few about pets getting the same treatment and here's the thing i still don't know if this show is actually about pets that are haunted or if it's just about owners who are bad at taking care of pets Or
1: places that are haunted.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we're going to cover two episodes. Yeah, we're covering the first two episodes of My Possessed Pet. And I I don't know. I wanted to like this show a lot more than I did.
1: Agreed. Okay, so it's a a series. It's on Discovery Plus uh, under their whole subcategory of paranormal. And it's on every Friday night. The first one has to do... It's got an interesting background, which I know you'll get into, uh, but but a possessed horse, which I'll be honest, I don't know what I expected out of a horse's acting skills, but I was (laughs) not impressed. No, this horse doesn't do a great
0: job of acting possessed. The name of the episode is great. It's called The Nightmare. (laughs) Get it? I don't get it. Two separate words, Carrie, which actually makes it not... As interesting because mayor, of course, is a horse. So now there is this horse like a sex float, sex worker? Why is and it a night nightmare? Rides on a mare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the nightmare. Get it?
1: It's about a horse. Should we go back to Halloween?
0: <laughs> it's, about, <laughs> it's about a horse. It's about a horse. It takes place in upstate New York. Ever been to upstate New York? No. I have been
1: to New York City twice and that is it.
0: I lived in upstate New York for a while. Hands down the most racist place. I've ever lived. And I lived in South Dakota for a decade.
1: Doesn't it get like crazy cold there? Like is that where the Bills play?
0: Yeah, the Bills are extreme upstate New York. Like they're basically on the border with Canada. And yeah, it gets crazy cold, it gets crazy hot. Uh everyone's a former cop or some other variety of redneck. <laughs> Not a fun place. Not a fun place. I'd probably own horses if I lived there too.
1: Maybe I feel like I've got more questions. So, so most episodes are about thirty-five minutes. There's not a lot of meat on the bone. I will say that. Like no. I felt like I had more questions. The more, the second one with the dog, I did like a lot more. But the first one, I had so many questions about the mother and the daughter and how they got there. And to be fair, why they haven't moved since. Yeah,
0: the mom, <laughs> the mom and daughter in this episode have a very interesting relationship. In that the mom just kind of screams at. Her kid, whenever the kid is in danger or unsure about things, it's very weird. They all wear the same flannel shirt, including the horse. Mm -hmm. I like that part.
1: Well, it was interesting because when they showed the horse the first time when, after they went riding and she put the horse in his stall and then he had on, yeah, like a flannel of his own, essentially, But I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, she put a a blanket on the horse in case it got cold. And then the next time you saw the horse, it didn't have it on. And then the last time it had let itself out was out in the lawn. And I was like, actually, this horse is very talented. Yeah. You know what I I mean? You would think with hooves, it'd be very hard to undress yourself, open a gate.
0: Yeah. I don't know how it was getting that flannel on and off. I'm especially interested to know if it was, like, buttoning it up, because that would be that mm-hmm. would be pretty neat. But, It'd be easier maybe with a zipper to do it with your teeth. Yeah, yeah, because horses got those long horse necks, so you can mm-hmm. reach. Yeah, none of that's ever explained. I guess they're minor details, but details
1: I wanted to explain nonetheless. Do you think if a horse got its ribs removed, it could suck its own D? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, Without, and maybe not even have to
0: get any ribs removed. I don't think it would have to, no, because... I mean horses do legendarily have pretty huge junk so
1: you might just be able to like you know sling it up there and catch it in your mouth <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> like, like one of those thing. cups that you try to get a ball on a string yeah. into yeah and then you win a prize yeah like catching
0: just, a like catching a <laughs> cheeto in your mouth
1: throw it up in the air <laughs> Just like that but with horse dick I just remember that that documentary zoo <laughs> and i thought about that when You're they brought it
0: struts when
1: they brought a pet psychic in to evaluate the horse and he was like oh they're very empathetic and it reminded me of the scene where like these guys were making love to the horses in the field
0: <laughs> yes
1: i mean granted one person did have to die because it got too passionate yeah that horse not a, <laughs> not a sympathetic lover at all more of the aggressor, I would say, yeah. in that instance. It's all about all about ramming it in. But what if the guy was, like, whispered in its little horse ear, like, I like it rough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't know.
0: We don't we know. We don't.
1: We'll never know. Yeah. Did he pull on the reins while
0: the horse was in there or not? How's the horse going to know? <laughs> They're there for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this episode takes place in upstate New York. The incident happened two years ago. The girl's name is Livy Schaefery, and her horse is named Cash. I bet that horse is named after Johnny Cash. And Livy kind of looks like country singer Miranda Lambert, who is one of my favorite people. So I like this pair right out of the gate, which is a horse racing term.
1: I did not get Miranda Lambert vibes. Interesting. No? Uh, I might say 90s Faith Hill. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So what do you like about Miranda Lambert so much? Because I feel like I know nothing about her.
0: I just like her music. I think she's this generation's Dolly Parton. Like, she's one of the best country singer-songwriters there are. She's great. I just li- I like her music. I'm going to go see her in Vegas in March, I think.
1: I think she has... I believe still, because I remember when she was married to Blake Shelton, she had kind of was it the Pink Pistol? It was uh, like a boutique, I think, in Nashville. Probably. Yeah,
0: she's got she does a bunch of shit. She's got like a clothing line, like a home goods line. She has a like charity that deals with pets. She does all kinds of shit, but also she just writes really good songs. And I find her music to be
1: very good. I think she just was on a documentary with some other like artists where they were jamming in the desert. Well, she recorded an album not too long ago called The Marfa
0: Tapes, which yes. she recorded outside in Marfa, Texas with two other musicians.
1: Makes more sense now. Thank you for completing that circle for me.
0: It's a very good album. Anyway, Livy says Cash is intimidating at first because he's big like a horse. But when you get to know him, he's just a playful little puppy and it's like yeah but if a playful little puppy could murder you in several different ways which most playful little puppies cannot but a horse could just give you a well-placed kick to the sternum and you're out of there
1: i will also say though she's maybe 14 now you know what i mean like she's young she doesn't know what she's talking about
0: i think she's older than she looks like i i I gather that she's probably in her 20s, at least.
1: Oh, my God. Now?
0: I think so, yeah. As opposed to what? Before? Like, she was in her 20s previously, and now she's
1: not? I don't think she's 20 yet. By, like, a long shot. Hmm. She had very young pe- people vibes to me, and I remember thinking, like, oh, like, it's cute that her mom, I get a sign I consent for her to do this interview.
0: Yeah, her mom yeah. was nowhere to be found in this show. They She's depicted in the show, but she's not interviewed in the show. Also not
1: interviewed in the show, The Horse. What's that all about? You know, she's a model. Shit, you might be right, Adam. Livy Chaffery. <laughs> okay, actress, model, and musician. Course writer. See? I apologize. Thank I'm you. I'm going to start with that. Thank you. Thank you. Can we just start the podcast over? Let's just take <laughs> it from the top. We should. I don't know. Do we have any questions? I found her Instagram. She doesn't have a ton of followers livy underscore s 1655 after this podcast i believe she'll be at 1656 sure sure well we could even make it as high as
0: 1658 if me and you both follow her and then we follow her from pretty scary too okay and she's gonna want to hear this episode for (laughs) sure she's (laughs) definitely gonna want to hear what we have to say about her relationship with this silly fucking horse of hers it is
1: Really, I'm curious about her age. But she does look much older, and if she does listen to the podcast, then I apologize if I said anything disparaging. And well, I want I mean, be counting you on you looked, to edit that out.
0: You said she looked younger than she is. I don't think that's
1: disparaging. Okay, that's, well, That's good. usually the direction people want to hear that. Especially when they're a actress, musician, model, horse rider. Horse rider. Mm-hmm.
0: Horse rider first and foremost. So one day they're out riding around, and... They just stop. I don't know why she makes it seem like they they just felt
1: a presence. Yeah, I didn't get that either. I was wondering if I had missed something. Yeah. And
0: she gets off the horse and just goes walking around and finds this weird path that leads to a clearing with a bunch of crooked trees and strange symbols. It's very cool. Looks neat as fuck. And she she fondles this devil stump a little bit to get some of the scare on her hands and then she heads back to cash to pass whatever haunting she just picked up on to him.
1: And go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, she had to get back somehow, but you could tell cash was not having it and whatever he, he was tied to was very loose because I thought for sure he was going to take off and leave her there.
0: Yeah. Yeah cash could have escaped at several points during this (laughs) and looking back he should have and i think yeah he might have been better off just venturing out on his own and becoming a wild stallion but she says on the way back you could feel a presence in the air and it's like i don't know it looks a little cloudy maybe it's like thunder maybe there's like thunder coming lightning something like that but Mm -hmm. she confirms cash could feel it too because apparently cash can talk and they get back home she offers to make the horse some cookies and then she says, good night, Cash. And then she looks back like she's bothered that he didn't say it back. <laughs> I also didn't quite catch what was happening in that moment.
1: I think they're trying to play up the weirdness, you know, like him kind of nang and moving around and his eyes. Possibly there was fear or skepticism or maybe hunger because, <laughs> <laughs> you she'd mentioned the cookies like I, I'm not 100 percent sure well, yeah, he was like, good night. What do you mean? You just promised me cookies, motherfucker. Yeah. Were you also trying to figure out what kind of cookies she was making?
0: Yeah, they look gigantic. Like she was putting baseball-sized mounds of cookie dough on this sheet. Are they horse cookies? Are they specifically for horses? Well, her mom had one. My question stands. <laughs> I might enjoy a horse cookie as much as a horse. You never know. (laughs) So she goes out. By the time she finally gets to making these cookies, there's a thunderstorm. And she looks outside and thinks she sees a figure standing out there. So naturally, as one does, you chase off into the rain to see what that ghost wants. And she goes out to check on Cash. And not only has he taken off his flannel shirt now, he's also not talking to her anymore. Probably because... No cookies. She didn't bring the cookies that she promised. Mm-hmm. And we're wondering why this horse is so agitated. He was promised right. cookies. I was promised cookies. None of us are getting them. Spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> I like that you said, how is this show less than 40 minutes, but still entirely too long? Definitely. It is. Both episodes, I would argue, could have
0: been YouTube videos. <laughs> I like could
1: have been the above. second one. I was I was way more into the second one. I will say that. The second one's definitely better uh but let's we'll get through this one first (laughs) i think we're pretty much done yeah
0: (laughs) so while she's out there taunting cash without any cookies her mom comes out even though it's clearly wine o'clock by this point but mom comes out and this is what mom does she just shows up and scolds livy for like checking around the house to make sure things are okay like she gets very mad at livy for that several times and this gets to cash and he starts fucking digging at the ground and making horse noises like typical horse shit but in like a worrying way and The next day, Livy sees more of those weird symbols in Cash's stable, but this time they're drawn on the floor and Cash sees them too. And he starts doing a whole bunch more drama queen horse stuff or more like drama equine. Am I right, Carrie? Because equine, that's horses. Mm. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So is Livy hallucinating?
1: Is that what happens when she sees the blood coming down the mirror? I would love this episode so much more if the whole time it just turned out that Livy was doing mushrooms.
0: This does feel like an environmental <laughs> thing. It feels like maybe there's something in the air that's making everyone
1: see stuff. Including Or if horse. like she saw a slender man. Oh, maybe that, that would have been a good callback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been neat. Slender horse. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, too, that, like, she would have these hallucinations of blood and dreams of people stabbing her and and people hanging. I, I don't know. I think one of the first, like I, like, I don't understand why she was keeping it from her mom at all, because her mom asked a couple times what was going on. And she was just kind of like, oh, it's nothing. But, like, why are you, like, dying on this hill and not, like i don't know not at least exploring like what is the history right because it wasn't until that pet sucket came that they actually started looking it up and it looked like a whole lot of witchcraft
0: yeah they do eventually call an ex exorcist that one actually made me laugh thank you i could tell i heard it
1: i heard you laugh <laughs> it's laughter from within <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it stays i say the guy that they brought in is a pet exorcist but i still when i first looked at him it, it's kind of like a serial killer i think at first when you're like oh i didn't know that like jeffrey Dahmer is gonna look like a, you know a nerd or like you yeah. know whatever who also like flannels by the way but like this pet psychic it, like he just looks like a guy who would work at like a hardware store
0: yeah and he's wearing the horse's red and black flannel which that's gonna be off-putting for that horse that and horse I just is remember- like
1: fuck we wore the same thing embarrassing Like looking at him like is that like how do you promote yourself is this a full-time job is it a lucrative job what kind of tax forms do you have to fill out at the end of the year are there any sort of benefits yeah is there a union
0: any of that (laughs) not if not yeah maybe they should unionize you know right Mm -hmm. so yeah she keeps having these nightmares where (laughs) nightmares (laughs) horses where she keeps seeing That same figure that she saw standing outside, now she's seeing it in her dreams stabbing her in the chest. So she's having these dreams. By all appearances, Cash still hasn't gotten his cookies. And there's all these incidents where he starts freaking out. Livy drops a great quote on us around this time. It's something so unexplainable that you're asking yourself, what is it really? It's a good quote, Livy. Strong.
1: I also wonder if you were hungry when you wrote these notes, because there is a lot of reference to the cookies. I was a little hungry and I
0: still am. And I could also go for a cookie. I mean, just saying, you don't tease cookies like that in a show and then never deliver them. If you're a fan of baked
1: goods, correct. Right. So Especially like, around the holidays. Now that we're getting into the holidays, like the last quarter, it's just such a lame duck quarter. No one really goes to work. Everyone's on vacation. And if they're not on vacation, they're not going to work anyway. And everyone's just eating and drinking their face off. It is like COVID, but <laughs> in three months at the end of every year.
0: <laughs> it is. It's the best. Yeah. And so for reasons unknown... Livy and Cash head back out into that same haunted stretch of woods where all the problems started and Livy sees more of those symbols but again is she hallucinating when she sees dead animals hanging all over the place that is one of the very frustrating aspects of this show they don't ever specify if the things you're seeing in the reenactment are actually what was happening to the person or if they're just trying to make it seem creepier than it was they just right. they never say they show her looking at all of these animal parts hanging from the trees but not once do they cut to her and have her go yeah so i looked up in the trees and there are a bunch of fucking animal parts like they could just
1: be making all this up no idea right and then i guess was catches <laughs> i guess like de- demonic whatever inside of him like it was just him being anxious or was he kind of like feeding off of his owner being anxious
0: that's what I was thinking, because pets do that. They feed right. off of how you're, how their owners are feeling. And Livy is running around here, hallucinating blood, running down the mirror. The horse
1: is obviously going to pick up on that. And her mom is definitely turned up. Yeah. Slash has a case of the wine flu. Yes, exactly. And so now enter Scott
0: Davis. He is the ex horsist <laughs> Can't stop saying it. But he's not really. He's just a medium. And... He's he's here. He's wearing Cash's flannel shirt. Cash hears them talking outside and starts gearing up
1: for battle. And he is an evidentiary medium, which I love that because I was like, I wonder if that makes it any other like special kind of medium. But you know, I looked it up and I think that is like a self-taught medium. Is evidentiary? I would think evidence. So he's looking for like facts of what he sees.
0: You would think, but when I Googled it, it did not seem like that's what that means whatsoever.
1: But here's the thing. Who cares? Not well, real. I, I do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but if Scott Davis wasn't such a common name, then I would be looking up his Instagram too. No, go ahead. Google Scott Davis. See what comes up. <laughs> Scott Davis. Uh, what is this? Demonic pets? Uh, my possessed pet. Oh, <laughs> Davis. My possessed Oh, he's on a few. He's on a few things. Also, beyond theory, Scott Davis helped. Does anyone else's dog get possessed when they sleep? Ghosts and darker shades of whale with Scott Davis. Scotty, the mediums, very <laughs> Sp- unity and chill. Scotty,
0: a- the New Jersey medium. That's what he calls himself on LinkedIn, baby.
1: 112 connects. And then Scott Davis on South Carolina football. I think that is somebody else. Possibly. Okay. So good for you, Scott Davis. You got a social
2: media presence.
0: I could feel his social media presence.
1: (laughs) So maybe you're an evidentiary medium as well. I could be, yeah.
2: This episode is brought to you by AT&T Fiber. And in honor of their straightforward pricing, we're going to have a straightforward moment, just you and me. Be honest. When you're listening to ads like this one right here, you don't just sit there, ears glued and waiting to make a note of interesting offers, do you? Of course not. You're checking out your fantasy stats or catching up on the scores or doing any number of other things you want to do. I get it. I'm not fully paying attention to this ad either. I've got the game playing in a little window on my laptop as I read this. It's called multitasking. And now that we're being straightforward with each other, here's something else that can be totally straightforward. Your internet. No, seriously. Because when you become a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber, you don't just get super fast internet speeds, you get a bill that's straightforward all the way. Equipment fees, price increase of 12 months, not a thing here. Everything is straightforward the way it should be. And that's it. You can go ahead and check on your fantasy team now. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gigillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com hypergig for details. Between all too early mornings and way too late nights, putting out fires and firing off new ideas, you deserve to be rewarded for growing your business. That's why American Express Blue Business Plus gives you two times membership rewards points on your first $50,000 in purchases per year. It's rewards that make running your business even more rewarding. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash blue dash business dash plus. Amex Blue Business Plus, built for business by American Express.
0: So they try to go in this stable and give cash the old what for. And they don't even make it to the door before everyone gets like violently ill and starts throwing up. And again, my thought is like, are you sure you don't want to check for like gas leaks or something? Like this feels like it could be an environmental factor. Way more than a haunted horse.
1: (laughs) The gas leaks in the open near a barn? I don't know. I feel like that is stuff that happens in paranormal, that people get sick. So that I actually thought was the most convincing evidence.
0: Yeah, but they never explore that. It's just, just haunted horses. So then the three of them start looking into the history of this property, and they find that some very bad stuff has happened there. And it's like, hey, welcome to America. Bad stuff has happened on every inch of ground in this country. Right. Like it's all haunted. Every building is haunted. Every place is haunted. It's just a matter of whether the ghosts are cool or not, or whether they like you enough to want to talk. They might not. Doesn't mean the place isn't haunted.
1: I um, found out that the new bar and grill that I just started working at apparently is haunted. There was a guy named... George poker Jack and it does feel like a made up (laughs) name but owned it and he died upstairs and so people I guess see him every once in a while or sometimes they'll come it's also an older building but um sometimes when they come in in the morning like the jukebox will be on yes it has a jukebox And, um, like the TVs will be on and they're like, no, I know I turned them off. So again, like, is it haunted or an electrical short? And I recommended on my first day that we have a spirits and spirits night to Mm. to promote drink specials and ghosts. And, uh, the manager, uh, thought that might scare away guests, but I don't know. I don't think so. Right. It's something kind of fun to do. Yeah. People love that kind of shit. guarantee those patrons. Yeah. As soon as they die, they're going to come back and haunt it. It was their favorite haunt when they were alive. They're not going anywhere. They're going to come back and haunt it because you
0: didn't do a spirits and spirits night. Right. It's what they've always wanted. Now that they're spirits, especially. Right. Who wants to stop the party? So Scott, he's looking around and he's decided that a portal was opened up on the grounds of this property at one point. No real explanation. Just, hey, you know, there's a portal here. Sucks, huh? We got six minutes left in the episode, and it still feels like the family is way more haunted than this poor horse. But they're all in the stable trying to perform this exorcism. all while Cash is just getting increasingly bothered by it all and bucking around and snorting and doing all that other horse stuff, they are absolutely screaming incantations at this poor thing, and it's just kind of standing there. And then they all just kind of at the same time decide, we won, and it's over. And they're like, and then the the presence was gone, and Cash is back to being the same old horse he's always been. Meanwhile, Cash
1: is like, can I have my fucking cookies of course well livy had went up i believe with a thought cross, but she was reciting different prayers and that seemed to calm him down but then at the end it shows livy and scott hanging out on a fallen down tree and it was like just to make sure that scott didn't feel like this episode was in vain he was like yeah they're still around and they're fucking pissed They are not happy at all. And then you can see Libby's just kind of sitting there and it's like, right, but we still have to live here. So I'm cool with them just leaving us alone. And what are they so pissed about? That they don't get to live inside that stupid horse anymore? And I don't know that they were ever in them. I mean, so then I was thinking also because it felt (sighs) Yeah, they're standing over there going, You got a methane leak. Why are you blaming us? Well, kind of like the Amityville horror, where they're like, Okay, we had to leave the house, you know. And, and even the same for the second episode, too, like, you know, something's so possessed that you have to leave it. But the girl's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I still live here and model and sing and act and <laughs> everything seems to be OK since the horse exorcism. Excuse me, since the what? ex Thank you. Thank you. OK.
0: Because it sounded like um, you said horse exorcism. And there's actually a word for that, which is <laughs> ex horse so
1: yes so my apologies for my mispronunciation i um was just like did they put all their money into buying this place or could they move out like i just don't like if i would have known like oh witches were burned here and like the woods were haunted and at one point i do believe that we had to exorcise my horse (laughs) i would be looking to leave
0: yeah i mean it seems like they got a pretty cool place i feel like that has something to do with it. They got all that fucking land.
1: Right. And it's very cheap. <laughs> and that's usually what happens when no one else wants it. There's actually a site for haunted real estate and I don't know what it is. I'm gonna find out. But um you can actually go on and see like if there was more murders or if your place was haunted. It and is and if that's why it's so cheap before you move in.
0: Nice. Yeah I'm surprised I would be surprised if a service like that didn't exist. Sounds yeah. like these Two should have maybe looked into it first.
1: I um, actually found how to avoid buying a haunted house. I sent you a link to it. Uh, There's a few steps, five to be exact. Okay, I'm listening. Check, Check the seller's disclosures. Most states require sellers to complete a standardized disclosure form. Do online research about the property. Number three, talk to neighbors. Four, check if anyone died in the house. Five, keep your senses alert during a home tour. And then when you look, it's like Realtor.com, LegalZoom.com, Rocket Homes. All of them have different links about how to look to see if it's haunted. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's like pages and pages of websites. The Farmer's Almanac uh, weighs in. And then my favorite is going to be, and I thought I saw the apartment homes that I rent. I was like, wait, what? But it wasn't. More than half of buyers would purchase a haunted home in a competitive market, and that is through www.realestatewitch.com. Real Estate
0: Witch? Yes. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where else you would look for information about haunted (laughs) homes than Real Estate Witch, unless there's like a real estate ghost or real estate demon website. But
1: this shows, I mean, like maybe on the severity of the haunting, like people are like, yeah, but it's a down market. (laughs) <laughs> yeah maybe i've got so much saved up that you know the bank only impo- uh, approves me so for so much of a loan i'm gonna risk it i'm gonna risk it and live with ghosts
0: mm-hmm. hey speaking of that let's talk about the second episode this one is called master of the house and it's about a very good boy named sam he's a good puppy he's a good dog i know he's a good boy Because he's a dog, and all dogs are good boys, even the girls.
1: So it sounds like he was very sweet, and everybody loves Sam. Right. He took a turn. Seems
0: like he takes a turn at one point. This incident happened in Halifax, Canada, so it's just barely real. Mm Mm-hmm. And I appreciate for once they they told us the actual name of the town where it happened. Because if you remember last time, it was just upstate New York is all it said. And Eli Roth has another series where he does the exact same thing. Like in the beginning, it'll just say like the Midwest. And it's like, what, why are you being so secretive? And I'll tell you why. So we can't Google the facts and see which parts of this they're making up, if it's ever been reported on, probably. But it seems like there was a trade-off involved in them telling us the name of the town where this happened, because I swear they never tell us the name of the person they're interviewing. I did not or the cemetery. I did not see his name pop up at all. Yeah, or the cemetery. But I finally, like someone says his name later in the episode... And I finally figured it out, but I rewound it a couple times and maybe I just missed it, but I feel like they did not flash his name on the screen at all.
1: I love that he moved out of living with multiple roommates to a house that was cheap because he had gotten a promotion at work, but then cared so little about the documentary that he was wearing like an old tie-dyed sweatshirt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he could have taken a lesson from Livy about dressing up for a documentary. <laughs> Because he was
1: cash
0: AF.
1: But then I also thought it was funny that he was like, Yeah, like I had some money for my promotion. So I moved out. So I didn't have to live with roommates. But then I got lonely. So then I got a dog who ended up being possessed, which is Sam. Right. Would you ever live next to a graveyard? Um, I mean there's a cemetery across the street but i don't <laughs> did i just say <laughs> so that i, yes, saw, I thought i saw my i thought i saw my apartment on that list of haunted you're places. like would i do i is
0: more like the question and the answer is yes
1: so yeah i guess i do but it's also one of those where i feel like sometimes you don't even know and then you're like looking at a google maps and it's like oh my god there's a cemetery yeah apparently behind some trees right across from my house
0: yeah i don't think i'd have a problem with it I live close to a cemetery, but it's like a huge corporate cemetery so that that doesn't count. This is the, this guy moved next to like a creepy looks like a fucking abandoned cemetery. like there's
1: just nothing no maintenance, no upkeep Yeah, no one ever goes and visits or puts flowers yeah. on any of the graves. Fucking Potter's grave. Well, and that does kind of bring to light like why was it so cheap? Had there been previous incidents? Where people moved out or. Yeah, because it seemed very spacious.
0: We don't see the actual apartment, but it seems like the people who come to visit are telling him, hey, man, you got a lot of space. And yeah, he really does sell up the fact that, well,
1: it was cheap because it's next to a cemetery and I get it. Yeah, I mean, he's assuming that it's near a it's because it's near a cemetery but again a lot of things are just kind of like not really deeply explored in this series correct this is a poorly made series (laughs) that we spent probably over an hour discussing yes 100 percent, and i'll probably continue to watch on fridays i mean how many episodes can there be we're gonna have to watch them all right we're so and we're so far in now. We're in too deep. In too deep with episode three about to hit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Friday. And I mean, it's too convenient with them being 36 minutes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good length. I
1: mean, yeah. It's, it's a good length where when I'm just starting to get bored and lose interest and go to my Instagram It's over. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same thing happened to me. Both
0: episodes. I got about five minutes near the end and was like, what's happening on the internet right now? (laughs) I should check that out.
1: Right. Right. Which is usually what I do with shows. And then I end up having to go back and like rewatch the parts that I glazed over just to make sure I didn't miss anything.
0: So everyone loves Sam, probably because he at least has a name. Unlike his anonymous owner, the owner mm-hmm. says he and Sam were inseparable, which is definitely not a word, but I get what he's saying.
1: Do we know what kind of education system they have in Halifax? I mean, it's Canada,
0: so it's going to be just like slightly less awesome than what we have here. So, yeah, bad Kind of like on par
1: with like Mississippi or Alabama? Probably something like that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Bunch of rubes up there in Canada. Am I right? Tweet at us, Canada. Let us know we're right. <laughs> what's rube a oh, dumb person i think oh i hope i hope it's not like super duper racist i don't think it is but if so
1: let so roll those dumb. dice and carry on <laughs> one of us doesn't know what a rube is and the other might be poorly explaining it so good yeah rube might just be a person who
0: doesn't know what a rube is <laughs> that could be so on top of saying they were inseparable he also drops this quote there's one magic quote in every episode, and this is the one from the owner for this episode. He says... It was everything you wanted owning a dog to be. But then it grew into something it wasn't. Fucking what? What does that mean? Yeah, he gets a little obtuse with his quotes. It grew into something it wasn't. What does that mean? And why do you highlight
1: that quote? Of all the things this guy said, that's the thing they isolate? It's fine. You know, I want to Google this guy. But again, we have so little information. Should I just Google Halifax, Canada and see if he pops up? I think so. I think. <laughs> Halifax Canada, possessed pet owner. I am telling you, I am way more on top of being right about my facts when I am not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Halifax <Weird>. Canada. <laughs> so crazy. Halifax Canada, possessed pet owner? Yeah, there's only got to be one. Okay. It's got, yeah. There can only be one. No, I'm not seeing it. All right. Well, I'm not giving up, but. We'll find uh, he he doesn't jump up. Although I could find. But also, I think this happened a veterinarian. A long,
0: if I move there, this happened a long time ago because the dog has since died. We know that we found that out mm-hmm. at the end of the episode. So this was a while ago. You can tell from that sweatshirt that he's doing better now <laughs> and he's making more money. Mm-hmm. Like that's probably it. Like, it looked like it had a fancy tag on it. For all we know, that's like one of those Supreme
1: sweatshirts that cost like $600. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. It could be something off like the, what is it, like Young and Restless or Reckless or. Yeah. I sound so old right now. Uh, Scott Disick has one called like Unmotivated or some shit. Yeah, there's one
0: called the 100s. I used to live across the street from their storefront. Could be any of those things. You never know. That makes more sense then. Maybe it's woo wear. Maybe it's a Wu-Tang sweatshirt. Who knows? Who knows? (laughs) We'll probably never know. So one day the two of them go for a walk and Sam runs off and starts digging up actual graves. At which point I personally would be like, you know what? Me and this dog have run our course. And (laughs) I think it's time to find a new one and pass this one off to someone that likes haunted dogs that dig up graves. But this guy keeps at it. He keeps Sam around even though Sam is uh, obsessed with this grave. Like he has to be dragged away from it. And he says, this is the moment when Sam started to change because now Sam just constantly stares out the window in the direction of that grave that he was trying to dig up. He doesn't eat. He doesn't play. He just stares longingly out the window This is interesting because it brings to mind something we completely forgot to mention about the last episode, which was probably the most exciting moment, which is that moment when they leave the woods and the horse, like, almost just runs straight off a cliff with Livy on it. Oh, yeah, that. Have you ever heard of... Oh God, I wish I had thought of this before we recorded so I could have looked it up, but I don't remember where it is, but there's a bridge somewhere where dogs just leap to their death. Like dog suicides? Yeah. There's just this one spot on the bridge and no one is quite sure what causes it, but dogs just in droves have been jumping off the bridge at that spot and
1: dying. Like, were they recently diagnosed with an incurable illness? Yeah, I think it's Has anyone like checked that. their
0: journals? Well, yeah, a bunch of them had been canceled over, like, sex assault scandals mm-hmm. and things like that. Controversial
1: statements. Right. Yeah,
0: right. One, <laughs> one of them said some nasty stuff about the Jews. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe that's what it is, but it also it can be all of the dogs. of oh, right. Scotland. It's a bridge in scotland during the 1950s locals started referring to the bridge as the bridge of death or the dog suicide bridge as it was reported that dogs were leaping from the bridge into the ravine below overton what was the bridge f- it's called
1: what was the forest where a lot of people like to hang themselves is oh, that like
0: in seattle no it was in japan i don't the name of it is on the tip of my tongue the last part of the name is gara i think it's like okigara or something like that but yeah there's very notorious suicide forest in japan
1: i mean if humans have that i don't see why like dogs like let's give them their own suicide bridge yeah but dogs don't get i don't think dogs get suicidal i mean do we know there was a part in here Where the owner said that he was scared, even though he felt threatened by his own dog. And he goes, well, if I'm scared, Sam must be scared. So I can't leave him. Right. I got to help him. I got to save him.
0: Yeah. Both of the people profiled in these episodes do seem like legitimately good pet owners. They obviously Mm -hmm. care about their pet a whole lot, which I appreciate. So, yeah, now Sam just stares out the window toward this grave he was trying to dig up and like pets are different like animals are different there could just be something in that grave that that dog is so fucking fascinated by that he's just gonna stare at it until you let him get out there or until cash gets his fucking cookies at least
1: i mean it's the fact that he keeps like going out there i mean the fact that he seems to be drawn to it i think is super creepy that would creep me out
0: But also, you never know. It's a dog. There could be like an animal that got down there and died. And the dog could just be fascinated by that. So one night, Sam is doing some bark barks by the cemetery window, and the owner thinks he sees someone outside. But when he goes outside to check, he sees that same figure inside his house. And again, the show does not make it clear whether that actually happened, because that's rad as shit like that was a very cool moment but i need to
1: know if it actually happened or if they're just dramatizing this well it was interesting that the second episode he goes well where do you go like there's no dog exorcist and it's like right but if you would have seen the first episode yeah you would have known that you can actually exercise your own animal yeah did no one filming this with him
0: pause and go can we introduce you to scott davis exorcist (laughs) yes But, I mean, that would have been, well, I mean, a little unhelpful now because Sam, spoiler alert, is dead now. Right. But we don't know why. We don't know if the ghost killed him or if he just, you know, died of natural causes.
1: By all accounts, he continues to live out a a normal life and a a, a normal, non-possessed, non-spirited life. Yeah, true. Yeah, they do say that
0: at the end. You're a good boy, Sam. So we do know the owner's girlfriend's name, even though I still have no no feel for what the main subject of this documentary is named. I feel like it's Justin, but I also think I'm wrong. No, you are wrong. They tell us the name eventually. <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to keep the mystery going for everyone at home, too. But Ashley she moves in and Sam is not into it. He's not into it when they're dating. And he's definitely not into it when Ashley moves in and she brings her dog and cat with her. Benny is the dog's name. The cat's name, Cat, I think. They never say the cat's name.
1: Stay in your lane, Kitty. This is about the dogs. Yeah, I thought the dog's name was Peanut. So I I have to start <laughs> writing down stuff when I watch these. But it was, it was interesting Benny. because... Again, there's so little, like, I want to know, like, the story about everything. I want to know, like okay, they met at a party, but then, you know, he just kind of was like, yeah, we clicked. It just kind of worked out. And Ashley had an issue with Sam from the beginning. So that's when we decided it would be a great idea for her to move in with her own animals, who Sam wanted nothing to do with, which as, you know, the owner of a small dog myself, if I didn't feel like your big dog, you know, was cool with my little dog, I'm not leaving them alone together, not in a kennel. And it's, Interesting because like he goes to all these
0: lengths, like he moves her in, he moves her other pets in, but then when shit gets real and she's like, "Man, you gotta," it's either me or the dog. He's like, "It's
1: the dog, goodbye." Right? And I thought, like, "Oh, but they're still gonna work things out." Like, who does that? (laughs) And then it was like she was just gone forever. (laughs) But the crazy thing was, is it was because they came home, they had let their pets who hate each other all roam around this big house together. But when they came home, they were like, oh, we, we cleared the house like policemen and we <laughs> realized, I mean, there was no sign of pets anywhere. So where do we check? Logically it's a cemetery. And that's when we see that presumably Sam dug a grave for Benny. <laughs> and Benny's just hanging out in it. And Sam's just watching. Yeah. This part we know happened because They cut back to
0: the owner and he's like, how did the dog, Like, how did a dog even get in that grave? But yeah, Benny is just frolicsing around in a shallow grave, but not so shallow that Benny and his stupid little chihuahua legs can get out. So he's just stuck there. And Sam is just watching this like, yeah, it's what we came out here for. I did that. It's nice, huh? Yeah, there's no, we don't know how they got out of the house. The house was
1: locked, but the dog still escaped. Yeah. Like all three of them. Yeah. Not just one, like all three pets escaped and they never even mentioned where the cat was during all of this. Yeah. I think the Um, cat cat is wherever cash's cookies are, but I would love to be like, I work with Ashley the next day. She came into work and said, you know what? I gave my boyfriend and I still don't know his name either, but I gave him an ultimatum and it was after his dog (laughs) took a a grave for my dog. And I said, Hey, it's me or the dog. And you know what? I had to move this morning. (laughs) imagine
0: because i personally feel like i'd be like yeah you're right that was pretty weird we should probably (laughs) like i know it's going to be a bad look but we might want to shelter this dog we might want to drop him off somewhere
1: if i cared enough about you to have you move in with me like i obviously care about you i'm thinking maybe this is going to like we're going to be wearing matching tie-dye sweatshirt sweatsuits track suits whatever soon like i'm thinking it's leading to something but he was like yeah i started dating her because. You know, it seemed like we had a lot in common and she was pretty. But, yeah, then I dumped her and that was it. Yeah, I
0: moved her in, but it turns out she's no
1: dog, <laughs> you know.
0: Turns out I just needed a dog. Dog was fine.
1: <laughs> no, but he keeps the dog that he thinks <laughs> is possessed. And then uh, it shows him at different times where he was like, yeah, I just kept feeling like I was like in a dream, like a fever dream, where he was like, you know, I wasn't getting sleep. I wasn't producing at work and then it shows like his coworkers like talking about him with like a progress report and shaking their heads behind him. And he's just sleeping at his desk and looking at a picture of his possessed dog. <laughs> Alimax, Canada is where it's at. Yeah, he was like, I'm, I just became obsessed with this dog.
0: And it's like, that is weird. And then, yeah, he just keeps like, there's this scene where he's chewing meat and he like, chews it up and spits it to the dog and the dog eats it and it's like what's well, a dog the dog's of course going to eat that but and
1: again it is never talked about if that really happened or not because there was a scene where Ashley is like would well, you give him raw meat and I don't know if she's trying to say like maybe he's going crazy from the raw meat but then I sat looks like they both start eating and sharing the raw meat and then they just have times when they're just staring at each other
0: yeah and I don't know if Ashley knows how animals work in the wild but i don't think it's the same thing i don't think animals go crazy from eating raw meat i think animals only have that option usually (laughs) like they don't take it back and cook their kill over an open fire but who knows
1: yeah who knows i I know they're not supposed to eat shellfish but anyway (laughs) that's neither here nor there or grapes
0: he keeps saying stuff like everything felt different it felt like it was a dream And then he says, maybe I'm the one that's crazy. And it's like, yeah, man, maybe. Sounds like it could be. Dog might just be feeding off your energy. And eventually, at one point in this episode, a friend comes over. And he sees the owner and Sam doing that weird starey thing again. Because at one point, Ashley comes home and just finds Sam and the owner sitting on the kitchen floor staring at each other. Which, if I'm Ashley... I think I'd be out right then and there. Right. But she doesn't. She doesn't leave right away. And so this other friend comes over and he sees the same thing. And this is when we find out the owner's name is Donald. And I did not see that coming. And I watched this. I watched it. I I know someone listening to this is going to go watch it. And they're going to be like, motherfucker, they show his name like right away. And I swear I just did not
1: see it. Well, that's why they have to keep showing
0: it we keep bringing it up in conversation. Here's a question that I think we're not going to get answered anytime soon. This was Donald's first apartment on his own. He's a young man. He's finally making some decent money. He's wearing a tie-dye sweatshirt on television. Yeah, on purpose.
1: Was he doing any drugs around this time? I mean, he doesn't admit to it if that's the case. But the scene where the guy comes in to check on him felt very reminiscent of any sort of intervention that I've ever watched where they're just immediately agitated by any sort of presence. Yeah. I also will say as somebody who's probably so jaded from LA that I was like, oh my God, I think that's so kind to go check on your friend who you haven't heard from in a while. Oh yeah. Like I was, yeah, I was touched by that. So I was like, I don't know if anybody would like check on me if it'd been like days or weeks or whatever. Like, I don't know, Carrie's probably just playing with her dog in the cemetery. I would check on you. I mean, via text. I'm not fucking coming to Iowa. I know. But I will say when I've been concerned about people that I haven't heard from in a while. The first thing I do is I check their socials and I look at what their activity was versus what it's been recently. And if it's been recent, I mean, it's like a whole rabbit hole that I'll go down and then I'll click on different people in there. There's been times where I've reached out to those people like, hey, I'm just, I'm a friend. I don't know if you've seen her, you know, or heard from her or him in a while. Um, You know, I just have nothing but time on my hands here in Iowa. So I'm just (laughs) checking on everyone randomly. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was nice of his friend to come
0: check on him. And then Donald just chases him out of the house. and. He says he became really obsessed with Sam. And I, again, fail to see how this is the dog's problem. Like, this really does seem like a a guy with some boundary issues,
1: maybe? For sure. Especially when Sam chases him to the point. (laughs) It felt very much like Cujo, where he had to lock himself in a room, was scared to come out the next day. Sam had literally destroyed every room in the house. never once an admonishment of his possessed demon dog. Yeah. Naughty puppy, Sam. Yeah, he wrecked
0: that house.
1: Yeah. And see, that's what's so frustrating again,
0: because you see that and then he talks about it. So it's like, cool, that happened. But did the him going, him seeing a figure outside, then he goes outside and he sees the figure inside. Did that happen? Or is that just Eli Roth doing some filmmaking magic for us? Who knows? We'll never know. So he's convinced Sam is possessed. And he is determined to figure it out. Was that a nod to Canada? Because he's Canadian. He this guy is aggressively Canadian when it comes to how he talks. Like he he nails most
1: Canadians are.
0: Not always. Like Justin Bieber's Canadian.
1: But I feel like he's been Americanized since he was very young. Yeah. And I blame that on Usher.
0: Yeah. I blame a lot of things on Usher. Same. Actually. So yeah, Sam destroys the house and it still all feels like bad dog stuff and not so much a dog that's possessed by a demon stuff. Although, what does he decide to do? He he goes online to try to figure out who to call and he finds nothing, but he does decide to buy a crucifix and he notices that Sam gets very antsy when you put a crucifix in front of him, which... I'm not going to lie. That's the point where I'd be like, oh, okay, you're fucking possessed. I get this because there's no reason unless like Sam's previous owner beat him with a crucifix. (laughs) Like there's no reason for Sam to look at that and be like, oh, no, that's how Sam talks.
1: Right. Right. Uh, Definitely. Um, It's interesting because at that point, also, they end up going to the basement because he says Sam's been sleeping in the basement. Sam doesn't really like he keeps kind of uh, taking himself out of any sort of social situation with Donald. And But from the previous scenes, he's been digging a hole yes. in the floor for some time now and either Donald just never noticed until the, like the scene at the end where he gets pulled in by a yeah. spirit.
0: They keep showing the dog digging up these floorboards and then when when the owner finally goes down to look, it seems like he's surprised there's even a basement. Yeah. And it's like, you haven't checked once to see what your dog was doing down there? Because the dog's
1: right. been going down there like since Ashley lived there. I'm surprised right. he didn't just bury Benny down there. Well, yes. That's what he should have done. But obviously, he wanted to keep the demon separate from the cemetery business. Right. Right. That. Yeah, that makes sense. And if he would have had more time, I think he would have buried Benny alive and he never would have been found. And (laughs) Ashley would be married to Donald right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Benny kind of broke up this relationship by surviving Mm -hmm. that haunting incident. Naughty dog, Benny. Mm -hmm. Come on. And so, yeah, he goes down to the basement. He finds that Sam has been tearing up these floorboards. And again, I can't tell if this is a thing that actually happened, but he starts digging around in these floorboards and a hand reaches up and grabs his arm and it's like is that for real or or did or or is that like a metaphor because he just says there was definitely a presence there
1: right he didn't say that like he was actually (laughs) grabbed by something it was just yeah something bad was going on so me and sam booked it we got in the car and i drove to and i love that he Feels the need to say I found a pet friendly hotel, <laughs> but was it a possessed pet friendly hotel? You know what I mean. Did you check that out? Yeah. On hotels if I, if tonight, I'm Donald
0: chased from my house by demons. I'm gonna find a way to skirt that no pet policy.
1: <laughs> i I'll just find a way to go to, to sneak the nearest hotel if I need to. But he said essentially, I left my house and as we got farther away sam returned to his normal non-demon self and then from that point on i guess he just moved out quickly and he said him and sam lived a normal life together yeah did he just leave all his shit yeah it was, i mean if it was destroyed to the extent that it showed he didn't True. have anything to bring maybe except for the tracksuit he was wearing in the interview. Um, <laughs> But yeah, essentially, I mean, nothing's really super described, but yeah. Did he go back? I would assume he went back maybe a handful of times. Just, uh, I yeah, don't, I don't know. Some, it looked like he had a pretty nice TV for the time. Maybe. But also he bought that? that the house, right? He didn't rent it or did he rent it? No, I think he rented it. Okay. Then that makes more sense. I was going to say, if you rent it, you could be like, okay, whatever. I'm giving my 30 days. Cause I think you will have to clear too. it out.
0: He's, he said it was his first apartment.
1: And it looked like an apartment building.
0: Yeah. It looked Like it was pretty huge. big. It was very nice. Yeah. I'd live there. Right. Because it's a house and not an apartment. And it did have a
1: basement. And it was too. freestanding. Right. So, yeah. What the fuck? I'm going to Instagram Eli Roth. <laughs> and let him know we've got questions. I think he'll answer him. I
0: don't, I can't imagine why he wouldn't.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I did uh, update it. My first search to Donald possessed dog owner, Halifax, Canada and nothing still. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just because the dog died, you know? Maybe. I mean, I would think this would give you some celebrity though.
0: Yeah. I mean, for a while, but also I think we think this guy's kind of nuts. Imagine like what people who believe ghosts even less think about. This guy, like he's not going to
1: want to go too public with this story. Right. Yeah. I mean, and then it always makes you think like for me, having been in corporate, I always, you know, you think about the stuff that you do and how it could affect either your your current career or future career possibilities. Cause I think a lot of people look at your social media and that's why I try to yeah. have my, most of mine private so I can post dick jokes. What? Right. Who doesn't love a dick joke? I don't know of anyone. Probably Sam.
0: <laughs> Maybe. But now that he's back to being a good dog, you're a good boy, Sam, even though you're dead. But,
1: but again, it kind of makes you wonder too, like, okay, so you moved out, you guys returned to normal, but then like, You know, whatever happened, I want to know about the history. Did it, did they have to demolish it? Did anybody before him have these issues? Did anybody after him have these issues? Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions. (sighs) So many questions.
0: I wish they would answer, but I don't know. It's also a show about possessed pets. Mm. I feel like Eli Roth is doing his best. Mm -hmm. Not that it's it's his best work, but Mm -hmm. I think he's doing his best. Like, I wonder if this was his idea. Like, it's got to be a thing like he just puts his name on, right?
1: I would think so, unless he is somebody like me who is easily swayed at happy hour. Yeah. Like, you're going to pitch me anything. Do it after I've had a few. Yeah, I I think think everything is a great idea. I do think the version of this
0: I like more is the one where he's like, man, fuck movies. Let me tell you what I'm doing (laughs) for the next few years.
1: Haunted pets, baby. And I will say Sam the dog In this uh, episode, too, was much more believable. And I don't know if it was the eyes or how he sat, (laughs) but it was more believable being a possessed pet than the horse.
0: Yeah. Horses lack the necessary facial expressions to be scary. Mm -hmm. Like they're either just acting up or they're being a regular ass horse. But a dog can standing there. A dog pooping. Yeah, a dog can, like, snarl at you. It can growl Mm -hmm. at you. Can Can eat raw meat. Cut its eyes. spit on the floor. Yeah, I remember I met a dog once, and I, I like, bent down and was like, come here, puppy. And it came over, and I
1: started giving it pets, and it started growling at me. It's like, well, what the fuck are you doing over here then? Get back. Like, it's letting you know that it has boundaries. I don't like that. I know, because it's like, I'll let you pet me. And do something nice for me, but I'm also going to let you know that like there's limitations, right? To how friendly we're getting, right?
0: And I mean, don't be that dog, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, be a better dog. dog. Can suck it. Yeah, be a Sam. In yeah, and, and in, and a, in world a world of, of Donalds. <laughs> yeah, in a world of caches, be a Sam. Yep. And I think that's our episode, right? I would agree. It seems like we nailed it. This was very fun. I feel like we kind of have to cover this whole series. I bet there's not going to be more than six episodes. We'll
1: see. At some point, I would love to return to Baggins.
0: Oh, we're going to get back to that. That's a whole other podcast. He is forever
1: entertaining. He is the best. We love you, Zach. Yeah, I
0: think we will cover the rest of this series. Watch, there's going to be like 55 episodes or something. This is going to be our life from now on.
1: We but, can give up, though. Wouldn't it be the first time? No, no,
0: yeah. <laughs> People aren't expecting excellence out of us. Yeah, they're not expecting us to see this through <laughs> to the end, that's for sure. But we'll think about it. We'll see how we feel in the
1: future. In the meantime, do we have anything to plug before we Let, get out of here? If I can convince my manager to have a Spirit and Spirit night and a comedy night, that's where we start our Midwest tour. I'm down. I definitely... Okay. I am They have bands play. I mean, there's plenty of room. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm starting to look into maybe doing a monthly show down here where I live. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just in general want to get back into doing comedy again now that COVID is over. Yeah. Woo. It's not is over. It? I get it. No, it's obviously <laughs> not over. But I think people have to admit that it seems a little, le- I get if you have an compromised immune system all of that yes but I mean concerts are happening like I've been to a few concerts at like tiny clubs and like we were packed in with people and I don't recall any stories where they were like that Steve Earl concert was a super spreader event so it's like yeah COVID still exists but I I'm sorry I do feel a little bit
1: better about it now yeah. I mean, I don't know how old California is, but like I'm almost shocked when I see anyone wearing a mask around here. It's just kind because of that's same. like the one percenters.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the same here. You don't see a lot of masks anymore. Right. I mean, it's
1: been two years. I'm yeah. ready to move on, but I'm yeah, also I mean, ready I'm, for I'm COVID, COVID to move on. I'm over it personally. So <laughs> I think we're the only two.
0: Everyone else. <laughs> Everyone else is loving it. Yep. All right. So yeah. That we have to plug also Light Anomaly, our Ghost Adventures podcast. That'll be back soon. I've been putting this new studio together, and it's been monopolizing my time. But so, how is it? Is it almost done? Yeah, it's done now. It's done to the point that I can start because I want to rent it out also. Yeah, and hopefully because I got this space for so cheap. It's so cheap. Is it? I just need next (laughs) to. It's next to a cemetery. Cemetery. Uh, It's a pet cemetery. It's a a pet cemetery. So it's fine. Uh, I just need to make a little bit of money off this Mm -hmm. space every month to make it pay for itself. And after that, it's such a cool space. It's so big. Good. Three separate rooms. This room I'm in is just one of the rooms. And this is the room I'm going to try and rent out. So if you're trying to record a podcast... In the South Bay area of Los Angeles. Stay tuned. We'll have a spot for you to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, I launched my Substack finally, adamtoddbrown.substack.com. For the first month or so, everything's going to be free just because I'm like getting back into writing. I haven't really written anything for a few years. So while I'm getting adjusted and getting a schedule down, everything's going to be free. So go check it out. And then... After a month or so, there's going to be probably one free article a week and then the rest will be behind a paywall. But uh, please go check that out because that will also help pay for this space that we had to rent. And
1: uh, I think that's it, right? I think that's it. But if you don't subscribe to his, I guess, Substack is writing? Substack articles. yes.
0: It's a, uh, they call them newsletters. I feel weird about that term, but they do show up in your email inbox if you subscribe. So I guess that's the right way to put it. But yeah, it's just, it's just where I'm writing at again.
1: And if not, then you're a
0: doobie. Yeah, you're, you're a rube. A rube, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I knew what you were going for. I got it. Uh, So don't be a rube. Subscribe at adamtoddbrown.substack.com. And uh, I think that's it. We should get out of here. Carrie, say goodbye. Goodbye and happy Halloween. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.